Welcome to episode 22 and our final episode of season two of Armchair Donkeys. It's been a roller coaster, Bob. The goal of this show is to beat the sports book. Where do you stand heading into the final game of the year? Well, if you, if you look at all bets, all sports, right, that's not a pretty number. But if you look at football, what we talk about, what the games we talk about on here, what we share, um, going to this Super Bowl, I'm at, at 58% winners um through the nfl this year so happy with that um yeah i mean if you if you if you logged into some app and and tracked how i'm doing there's a lot of ignorant bets being made at you know sitting at a bar watching because there's only one like hawaii basketball game on left in the night um but if you if you take if you take true thought out bets that we discuss on this thing 58 percent was my number i love it you know, this year, uh, this time last year, we both had major dogs in the fight uh, with futures bets on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I managed to close out last season's playoffs going 11-2 and two on the money line, and I hit my Rams futures bet. Last weekend, I lost futures bets on the 49ers to win the, both the NFC and the Super Bowl. And instead of hedging like I did last year, where I hit the Bengals plus five on a creamy middle and that Rams future, this year, I pressed my 49ers action only to watch Hassan Reddick beat a third-string tight end to break Brock Purdy's elbow. <laughs> and with that, the book got the best of me this year, which puts me a little under even for the last two seasons. Uh, that said, we did test out another betting strategy this year, Bob, that p- panned out pretty well for us this season. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh... – before the start of the NFL season, we sat down and said, we're going to, we're going to take every home underdog, no matter what the spread is, no matter what the game is, if the underdog is at home, we are going to bet it. And so I tracked this throughout, throughout the whole year. And during, just during the regular season, uh, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't track it during the playoffs, but uh, we ended up uh, 55, 40 and, and four pushes. So, uh, you know, we, four times we got our money back. And, and other than that, we were 15 games over. Uh, and, and what over. was the payout on that? Do you know? Uh, I didn't add it all up throughout the year. But we were, I mean, if anybody wants to do the math, we were betting, a, we were betting $100 a game. On, 100. on 100 a game. So there was, what is that? 95, 99, 99 home underdogs throughout the year. And we, and we won 55 of them. So 5,500 and we lost 40. Yep. So 5,500 yeah. minus 4,000, that's 1,500 plus 400 in juice. That's a $1,100 profit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we just, we didn't put any thought into it. We just said, we're going to try this out. We're going to take every home dog. And, you know, we talk about it on here all the time, right? It's hard in the NFL to, to, to win on the road, no matter who you're going up against. So, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a smart way to look at things. If you got a home dog, um, I mean, who knows? I mean, if it's going to stay on that trend, but I don't think it's going to skew the other way that quickly in one year. Um, you know, I think home dogs usually end up, usually end up covering at the end of the day. Yeah. Last year we, we took a lot of primetime dogs. That was kind of our, our, uh, yeah. our go-to last year, which did pretty well for us. All right, well, let's get into the Super Bowl where the Chiefs are getting one and a half points against the Eagles. The over-under in this game is 50 and a half. Yeah, um, so here's my first thought. The Chiefs don't belong there. The officiating in the ASC championship game was awful. Um, that being said, I do like the Eagles in this game. 
And here's why. I think their D-line is nasty. I think they are going to get after Patrick Mahomes. And, and, and combine that with their two corners on the outside who are, are really, really good players, right? So and here's my thought. You take those two guys, you can, you can play man coverage or, or at least, you know, a lot of man coverage on the outside, which helps you defend Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field. And then you put pressure on Mahomes with that defensive line. Um, that, that's a great game plan, in my opinion, defensively, because I think they have the talent on the outside and their secondary to play man coverage and, and, and to really focus on shutting down Kelsey. Because, you know, you watch the Chiefs when they struggle, it's when Kelsey isn't getting the ball 10, 12 times a game and making big plays. Um, and you go to the other side. When I look at the offense of the Philadelphia Eagles, I think Hertz is the best guy doing this, this RPO package right now. Um, you know, this run pass option at the line of scrimmage because he's such a good athlete at running the football, but he's also a great quarterback in the pocket making decisions and delivering the football. And I just think he puts defenses in a really tough place. So um, this being at one and a half, um, you know, I, I'm not scared to give that up. I think the Eagles are the better football team. Um, and you know, I just, and I know Mahomes can work a whole lot of magic and he's got the experience and he's been there. I appreciate that. I'm not taking anything away from him, but I, I just think this Eagles defense has the makeup to, to defend what the chiefs do offensively. You know, Bob, I love your assessment of the game on paper. I agree with you. I think the Eagles have the more complete team. I like Jalen hurts. I like the way he's handled himself through a ton of adversity throughout his career. Uh, like you said, the Eagles secondary is, is really tough. They've got two game wreckers in the front seven uh, chiefs. On the other hand, they've got the experience and the magician at quarterback. You hit on the football field. You hit everything that I'm feeling as far as how this game should pan out on paper. But for me, it comes down to this. <clears throat> I've been seeing headlines about EB going to Baltimore or Las Vegas to become the new OC. That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense at all for him to leave where he's at in Kansas City. And this game feels very similar to Denver versus Carolina when they sent Peyton out on top. I think Andy Reid takes home the championship versus his old team, rides off into the sunset, and they hand the keys over to EB as the Chiefs' new head coach. Save the gaslighting for the sociopaths. There's your script, Arian Foster. <laughs> and if the NFL wants that outcome, they're going to get it. And it's only going to take a couple of calls for the, from the officials for them to help facilitate that. Uh, you know, I wish I could sit here and say that um, it's going to be played out on the field. But watching the NFL this season and, and understanding that they are as sports classified as sports entertainment – uh, and seeing how these games have been officiating, I just, you know, I've, I've lost a lot of luster for this league. And again, you know, I, we, we just talked about it before coming on air. When you print $13 trillion in your economy, it puts a lot of pressure on a lot of businesses. And um, it, it just is what it is, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I'm not the big of a conspiracy guy as as you are when it comes to the NFL but after watching the Bengals Chiefs game I mean it was very obvious to me that they wanted Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the Super Bowl um, so I am leaning closer to the the, the narrative that that you share um, 
And I mean, if, if this is, if they go back to back games with the chiefs getting all the calls and, and everything going their way, then, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of it because um, the Eagles are the better football team. If the chiefs show up and flat out outplay them and not get help by the officiating, then good for them. But if it's like what the AFC championship was like, this shit's getting old and it's, it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I, I would love to see a game on the square and I hope that's what we get. It's the question is, is like, is, is Goodell just really going to piss in everybody's face in this game or is he going to let them play it out on the field? And, and the, Twitter and social media was going nuts after last game. So you got to wonder, I mean, is the NFL's brand that big to where they can really get away with whatever they want to get, get away with, even if people are starting to wake up and be like, hey, what the, what's going on here? So I don't know. I, I, I mean, if- I mean, there's there's a lot of ways you can look at it. Right. I mean, any, I mean, you bring up another good point. Like why and why in the hell would EB want to leave what the Chiefs have going on to take the same role? In either one of those places. That's why I look at that as little nuggets throwing people oh, off yeah. of the storyline. Like, no, hey, I, I get it. He's gonna take the and 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 he's not an OC guy, he's a head coach guy. Like his next role is gonna be as a head coach. So if he was interviewing for head coaching jobs, then it's like, okay, well, but I just feel like, man, like that's the storyline that makes the most sense. Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl against the team that let him go. Rides off into the sunset, and Bianami, who's been a head coaching candidate for five, six years now, or however long it's been, he gets the keys to the castle, and it's it's well deserved. He's put in his time, he's paid his dues, and um, and he's ready. So it's a it's a great Hollywood script. Right there, you go. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, that's all the time we have for you today. Thanks to all you listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a solid. And hit that YouTube subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes. And follow us on Instagram at Armchair Donkeys to catch our plays in real time. Bob, it's been a uh, it's been a heck of a season. Uh, we got the lids made. Hopefully, we'll be able to get those out to you guys next year. Yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun. Good luck this weekend, brother. Good luck, Bob. All right, Bo.